that anger, when it outbursts like that, Brian, all those emotions pour through that crack and they keep going. And another thing, do you see what I'm saying? So now if I manifest that by having a uh, French knife in the kitchen, I might actually turn around and point to you, indicating you with that French knife because it's it's local, it's it's handy. And, and it also means something. So now what I've done is I've turned a simple tool into a weapon because I'm demonstrating intent. So the, the anger has to abate. Anger reaches a threshold. It breaks out like, like a, a, you put a piece of paper. Welcome to the Left of Greg podcast. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I'm Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on The Left of Greg Show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check the episode details. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. Today, we are talking about the recent shooting in Texas that left five family members dead after they asked their neighbor to stop firing his weapon because their baby was trying to sleep. We are discussing this case because it's a great example of how society focuses on completely irrelevant details instead of focusing on the root causes of the incidents. During the episode, we talk about the difference between anger and rage, the unpredictable nature of rage, and how all emotions have a bandwidth that can be measured against the contextual baseline of the situation. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find the links in the episode details. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, so it's it's recording, Greg. Sorry, everyone, for the sort of cold start uh, new little thing I'm trying out on here with uh, a little little AI Terrible. tool for trans for transcription and things. So it's kind of a, a cold start. We get dropped into it uh, this morning, but uh, anyway, today, uh, Greg, we're going to be talking about the recent shooting in Texas, where yep. you know the uh, uh, you know it was late at night. Neighbor comes over, asks the guy, "Hey, can you please stop shooting?" You know kids asleep one month old is trying to sleep it's it's nighttime and you know he does the you know f you get out of here i'll do whatever i want on my front lawn um goes goes back they try to call police multiple times the guy ends up coming over and killing five people um after that initial altercation and and so this stuff gets played out in the news there's a manhunt he had just he actually just got captured uh in that a few days later um, and again, this is, uh, you know, May 4th when we're recording this. So any details we have are up, up to about that, that date, really. I May guess the, the 4th be with you. Exactly. So um, we're talking about this case because um, these things pop up. And I feel that that everyone gets this stuff wrong. So we yeah. don't ever learn anything from these things. And so, you know, everyone's either going to say, well, it's about the gun. And if he didn't have the gun, this wouldn't happen. And then other people are saying, well, they're all illegal immigrants. They shouldn't have been here and he shouldn't have been here anyway. So if we had this happen, then he would never have been able to do this. Um, other people will say, well, if you had different laws on the books, this could have happened. If we had more law enforcement resources, it wouldn't have taken a couple hours or whatever it was to get there, you know, because we would have had they, you know, everyone picks what they know or what they think or what they like. And they run with it and they 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 put that as that's 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 the issue here that we need to address. And I think yep. most of those are are, are wrong, although those yep. are things that you need to look at um, in terms of 
how you could respond better, how you could prevent something. There's there's different ways to look at it, but but I, I want to talk about what 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 this was really about, Greg. What 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 do these things happen, and how do these happen? And why do they happen, and and how do we prevent them from happening? Because we keep seeing this stuff happening. It happens all the time. Um, it's getting highlighted a lot more now in the news right now, you know, because people are losing interest in whatever else is going on in the world. So now we're fo- shifting our focus to this, and and so. It, you know, I, I, I kind of want to get into this because it, we don't ever learn anything, uh, uh, pol- you know, by politically grandstanding after these things and taking some some issue and and I'm going to put my ideology on it and this is what we need to happen. And, right. and I, I, I really it, it gets annoying and frustrating because it never helps prevent the next one. And so all of these things, including this guy, you know, what it, what does it take for someone to walk into a house and start killing people to, you know, including women, children, all that, you know, there, there's, there's, there's a lot going on there and that stuff leaks out beforehand. Um, just like well, the other, well before. just like the other case of the, the recent one, uh, the, the mass event in Oklahoma that we did for our Patreon, uh, subscribers. We're not going to talk about that on here, but another, another example. And so we get into how do these things happen? Why does someone do this? How can I identify these sort of stress fractures that are appearing in people that cause this? So, um, I, I don't know where we want to start with other than, you know, maybe wh- what is it? How, how does someone go from getting asked politely by a neighbor to, um, hey, do you mind going down the road a bit, shooting your gun because my my one month old son is trying to go to bed, which seems like right. a fairly reasonable thing to ask your neighbor. Um, you know, how does it go from that to to five people being killed, a manhunt, you know, across that state, um, and and this happening? And there's a there's a obviously a lot going on underneath that, but but whatever that moment was, then then sort of was the 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 contributing factor or or, or reason why he decided to say, you know what not today, you know? And, yeah. and so I, I kind of want to throw you to start it because there's a lot of other things we can talk about in here, including some other recent events, but I want to cut through all the, the ideological nonsense to get to, you know, the human behavior aspect. Well, then let me fast rope in on a couple of comments that you made to, to set the stage. Okay. For that. That's a, cause that's a great preamble. And I agree with everything that you said on this one. So, uh, uh, I sent you a couple of notes just maybe 10 or 15 minutes ago to show you the different uh, uh, newspaper articles that covered it. Yeah. And so I read print news still, and I go online to find my news. I don't watch TV news uh, because I don't right. want the, the bias influencing me before I get to the facts. Then, you know, just like you do, I yellow pad those things and I right. compile those notes. So here's the thing. I read over and over and over Hondurans and Mexicans, uh, uh, yeah. Latino community. Okay. First of all, Scrub all that shit. Humans are humans everywhere that something happens, right? Sure. Now, we may uh, 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 take a look at something because it said uh, the the suspect or Apeza had been deported four times. Well, that can be scurrilous or spurious. Why? Because being deported and being a prior deported felon are two completely different standards. So now, right. if we were talking about a person that was a prior deported felon in possession of a firearm, then a comment like the sheriff, Sheriff Capers, is is the 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 greatest title in the world, by the way, because yeah. I love capering. Uh, told reporters over and over that Oropesa was known frequently uh, to fire an AR-15 in his front yard, and that they had been there numerous times, right? And yeah. some neighbors corroborated that. So what am I trying to say there? Well, I'm trying to say that that again here here we have shitty short sleeve reporting that left out many facts that we need 
but added what you talk about, this crap that doesn't need to be there. For example, seams and gaps. Why are seams and gaps important? Why is it important that there was only a couple of deputies for 700 square miles, Brian? That's a fact they should have dug into because if you're going to Alaska on a hike or yeah. a fishing expedition and you go well, without bear spray or a PFAC, then you're an idiot. So, so if you live in one of these remote locations and you don't have some sort of emergency plan, Brian, you're just begging for trouble. You get it? So right. the, the other end of that seesaw where it goes up and down is do people sometimes choose to live in outlying areas because they do want to be left alone and they yeah. kind of got a different lifestyle choice. You, you get where right. I'm going with oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. So those, are the, those are the issues we should be paddle digging for, and, and they never come up to it. So and, and let me go one more, and then we'll go into human behavior. So uh, uh, they go to uh, Miss Pineda, uh, uh, and this is the quote out of the paper. And remember, we're talking WAPO, New York Times. We're not talking about some local uh, high school paper. She said she didn't know Mr. Oropesa. She said she didn't know his family. But she did know that they'd been living there about five years and that they were known for hosting parties late into the night. So which is it? Oh, oh, and, and what is that? Do you get what I'm trying to say? So have you ever met the family? No, I haven't. Well, could you comment on them? You see where I'm going? Yeah. Uh, uh, so that, so that, that's, Brian, that's, my... that, that, but because part of what that does, well, mainly what that does is kind of it, it, it muddies the waters, right? It so sure does, it, and the, it diminishes the, the, the journalist is, is trying to get a saying or something or yep. get some information. But the person says, well, I don't really know him. But then I heard like, it's like, OK, if you're already yep. starting with hearsay, right, then, then yes, you're not you're, you're not a good you're not you're a good on witness. It. You're, you're on it. But and you this also is how the story gets spun out of control. Right. And words matter. So so when when a copper says uh, that there had been a couple of calls yeah. to Oropesa's home, couple is different than few. Those words matter. And there's a statistical number assigned to those words. So don't go throwing those words out from your PIO, right? If you're not willing to back those up. The other thing is like the dispatcher, they said they, and, and I can't remember the number of calls, but they said that there were numerous calls about this incident and that- I think it uh, said uh, four, I think, right. or four or five. Uh, yeah, right. so, so numerous, and, yeah. And, and the idea is that would fit, but then the question came up about response time to those calls. Again, Brian, you know, it, it, we're talking about time. The big thing a year ago was number of shots fired. Now, all of a sudden, it's about response time. And we're not going to be able to get off that response time. Now, if if I wanted to read something, Brian, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but you and I had, had talked about this in 2012. But in 2012, uh, because we were coming in and out of Saudi Arabia, the kingdom, uh, uh, the celebratory gunfire at the wedding uh, uh, shot yeah. the electric cables. It fell into the party. And yeah, 23 people yeah, were killed. Yeah, something like a couple dozen or something. Yeah, it, 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 Okay, remember yeah. that caper? Yeah, and so, you see so, that stuff all the time on videos. Yeah, Right, and, and celebratory gunfire is very common in the place we went. You remember yeah. my story when we were together about the Chaldean Club in Warren Sorry, and the weekly you, shootings. You remember every, you know? my July Ramadi exactly. Iraq where I thought the whole city was erupting and it, I was ready exactly. to get some on and I thought we were going to be overrun and it was Iraq had just won a very you know uh, prominent yep. soccer game and everyone was, I was like, okay, how many people almost died that day because of it? Think right? of that. But yeah. it's common, right? So yeah. so taking something that is extraordinary, where we get the word extraordinary from, and trying to make it commonplace, we have to understand cultural norms in this context. Why? Because culture is context. So uh, we know that uh, Central South America, uh, uh, Latin America communities deal with machismo this plays right into human behavior yeah so if i'm being challenged 
and I've already got alcohol on board, ETOH, and I'm armed, the, you're now complicating the calculus by adding things onto a normal situation. Now, do you remember the video with the, the uh, shovel in the snow? Hey, yeah, you're a fag. Hey, I hate you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did it end with? It ended it, with three dead, Brian. Yeah, a couple people and, died, and yeah. How long did it take? You get what I'm trying to yeah. say? So, so the idea is the guy killed a couple, and then he went back and shot himself. Here we got a situation where this guy's behavior is being normalized. He routinely goes out and shoots in his yard. That part might not be illegal. He might not supposed to be having a firearm. That's something that we didn't get yeah. followed up on. Yeah. And uh, uh, there's allegations that there's alcohol. Well, I I'll tell you what. I was a copper for a good long time, and everywhere I go, it's a crime to carry a firearm while you're under the influence of alcohol or, or substance. Now, you and I didn't do a, a BAC, so we don't know that. But merely the allegation that those things were going on increases the, the risk. Okay, so if we, you and I were just doing a cost-benefit analysis, right. what would we say? We would say, one, this was after 11 p.m. in Texas. Now, I don't know Texas well enough to figure out what the sun was doing at, at 11 o'clock, but yeah, I but assume it wasn't high like in the, the sky. Rest of the world, yeah. Exactly. It wasn't bright. Okay. Um, we're also talking about the guy that routinely shoots. Does he routinely shoot just before nighttime? And a family comes with a legitimate complaint, but that legitimate complaint is exacerbated by what? By the guy home rule. I'm standing on my ground. I'm yeah. shooting my, and I've had a couple of drinks. So are you insulting me? Is this what happened right in front of your, right. your family? And, right. And, so, so to me, that's a much more logical uh, path to follow, Brian. I it, I, I would have gone there. It, it is. And, you know, that's why I kind of brought up like, you know, stress fractures and, yes. and, and what, what we see in that stuff. And, and because, and I, I was kind of talking about this, it's what I get into arguments sometimes with my good buddies who are, um, you know, really, you know, that shoot a lot and have a ton yep. of guns and you know, like, I'm all, I'm all for them doing that. They, they're, they're, you know, that's what they do. That's their hobby. Um, but you know, because, you know, a lot of them too were special operations and did yes. different specialized units and just have been shooting since they were kids. And it's, it's, it's so normalized to them that it, it become that becomes a problem because it's like, well, well, hang on, man, you did that in a certain context for a really long time. Um, in this context, that's, that's not normal. Like it, it you shouldn't hear those things like exactly. this, this shouldn't go on. I mean, him, like I'm shooting in my front yard and saying, you know, I'll, I'll do what I want in my front yard was the quote yep. that they, they quoted him saying that evening, yep. you know, that's, it, it, you, you don't have the, like, Okay, you can do what you want on your property, absolutely. But you, you, you know, you're you're free to do as as what you want, so long as you're not, you know, impeding on the rights of others. And and they Precisely. have a right to their own privacy. And you live in a community, and the person's close enough to hear that. You know, you have a duty to your fellow citizen in your society, even if it was a loud music complaint. Brian. Yeah, it doesn't Let's matter what it is. If it was a party, right. you know, the same thing. Exactly. Like you, you can you you don't get to do that. You don't get to uh, bother other people with your actions. Exactly. You know, th that's where it crosses the line. And I think because some of the stuff becomes so normal like people go well you know it, it wasn't a big guy yeah, you know they're always shooting it's like no not at this time and not during this and now that there's Precisely. alcohol right you could smell that if you're close up now he said something to you okay that these are all adding up and and kind of the 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 reason why these things keep happening too it's it's people walk into those situations and go and and don't you know they don't expect that to ever occur. They don't so think of you're not calculating outcomes. the risk, Brian. You're exactly right. And and do me a favor. And I, I hate to interrupt you, but what part of that happened because there were Hondurans or right. that there were Mexicans or yeah. there, there were women? You or, see what I'm saying? His immigration so, status or the type precisely. of the, the caliber of the weapon. Like what, what does that have to, what does a like weapon caliber have to do with it? 
And shout out, shout out to Jeff Williams. Comment on this, Jeff, if we're off the wrong track, because I don't know uh, Texas gun no. laws as well as, as, as some other people. But let me tell you this. OK, I know that every state that I've ever operated in had some statute or law against displaying a firearm or other deadly weapon in a public place or in a manner calculated to, to cause alarm. Now, Brian, any Texas uh, uh, law enforcement officer listening, all of our friends that live in Texas, I'm assuming that if you add intoxication or suspected intoxication and threatening manner while possessing a firearm, Brian, those are the, that's a recipe for what? What's the outcome? You tell me. You know, uh, so if your risk, look, Jenga is a risk, right? When you're playing and you get up there and you start pulling the different pieces out, if all of a sudden your math, your mental math adds up that this might be a incident where this person is going to point that gun at me and shoot, then you got to back off. You got to wait for those coppers. You got to take the people in the car and drive down the the next neighborhood. Uh, uh, Listen, how fast does rage come on? Well, it's a human-based emotion. so that that's what we're 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 kind of getting to in this, right? Because we've called them, you know, rage attacks before, yeah. and and that's that's what what happens in these situations. You know, it's not unlike the, um, you know, the the recent one again, where you know the kids, you know, ding dong ditch in the house, guy chases after them, perfect and, example, and, and he kills them. They or they die in the car accident, right? Because he's chasing after them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's what no one no one's doing that math the kids weren't doing that math when they they were going to ding dong ditch them um i i think ding dong ditching someone is about the lowest level public nuisance thing you could possibly do uh Fo- you, followed you, only by lighting the bag of uh paper bag of well, shit that, on the porch right? yeah at least that that I, I one mean, that one actually has some consequences and potential danger to bringing yeah, someone's door you know and if you're sitting there behind that door waiting to kill anything that comes up to you i think you're the problem i mean you, you're, you're you, exactly right so yeah. so what separated a caper a couple of years ago where uh the boy and the girl repeatedly broke into the guy's house and about the third or fourth time that there was a burglary the guy lied in wait wait waited until they came into the house shot the boy and the girl tried to get away and shot the girl. And do you remember that incident? Well, look, that's a calculated uh, ambush. Okay. And you're saying, well, you have the right to defend your home. Yeah. But you don't have the right to uh, create a premeditated uh, murder yeah, situation. That, that, that demonstrates with, intent uh, by doing uh, okay. that. Okay. So, so go back to yours. And first of all, I've never liked the, the title ding dong ditch because that's not what we called it growing up. And every time I hear that, it, it sounds like a fun, happy thing, right? It sounds like going and, and collecting candy on, on Halloween. It's the two I mean, it's ringing someone's doorbell and running to. away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the two incidents you alluded to, the guy that crashed into the vehicle at 90 miles an hour, killing the, the kids in the vehicle, he just got convicted, okay? And that's homicide. That's murder, okay? Yeah. that That's intentional. And then the other guy that was months before that one, because you remember they were very in close proximity. Yeah. Pulled up, blocked their car at the cul-de-sac, and came out shooting, Brian, and just was blatantly bla- you know, blasting away in the car. So once you get on rage, rage has to run its course. Rage has to abate on its own. So negotiation at that point, like if you remember reading some of the, the different articles that came out about this caper, uh, uh, one of the females said, well, we're safe because he's not going to shoot a female. That was a yeah. cultural thing that she thought about yeah. until he killed half the people in the first house he went to. Right. You see how that you can't judge a person that's in rage and saying, OK, OK, hold on. It's I'll unlikely that they're going to do this. They probably won't know you, you. They're they're going to if you're nope. in their way, they're going to they're going to come right through you. There's no stopping yeah. that. And that's that's an important thing. You to can say. predict that rage is going to occur, but not where it's going to pour out like so, a tornado. Right. So let, let's let's um 
let's sort of let's sort of talk about let's talk about rage for a second then and and because you know um there's rage can come from different things you know you can be immediately in the moment uh uh, see something and go spill right over into rage you can slowly build in anger and resentment and and just inner mental turmoil whatever the hell you want to call it um you can you can have that build up over time and then some seemingly small incident is the one that pushes you over hey a neighbor telling you to hey do you mind not shooting right now you know whatever those things are but can you explain what you mean then when you say like what's the difference between there and what you mean by you know rage um you know has to run its course because we we've said that a lot but i don't know if we've really done a deep dive on what we mean by it so let's talk about you and I, because the folks that listen to us routinely will know each of us set an operational tempo and we usually keep to it. Every once in a while, when you and I are talking about a deeply emotional subject that comes very close to who we are, mm-hmm. we'll drop the F-bomb or yeah. we'll go into a tirade. Yeah. That's a form of rage, a very low level starting to leak out and you usually we can hold that in well, usually yeah, we can say, say i'm gonna like throw ang- a sandbag you're getting, into- you're getting angry and you're right. getting upset but, but i don't want to say i don't want to say just anger and you just nailed it anger and being upset and being anxious so every emotion has a bandwidth yeah just like a music I- just like a song going out right and and what happens when you go to the ends of those bands look do it this way. Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. When you go to the far extreme on the violet, okay, you have ultraviolet, ultra, yeah. above violet, or you go infrared before red. So anger is like that, Brian. Your emotions are like right. that. Happiness is like that. Uh, have you ever seen anybody just start laughing, okay, or, or be very happy in a moment because they saw or they smelled or they felt something? Well, if you can feel that on the fringe of that emotional spectrum, okay, right. then, then also anxiety can build up to the point where you go, hey, just fucking get off my back. And then that anger, when it outbursts like that, Brian, all those emotions pour through that crack and they keep going. And another thing, do you see what I'm saying? So now if I manifest that by having a uh, French knife in the kitchen, I might actually turn around and point to you indicating you with that French knife because it's it's local, it's it's handy. And, And it also means something. So now what I've done is I've turned a simple tool into a weapon because I'm demonstrating intent. So the the anger has to abate. Anger reaches a threshold. It breaks out like, like uh, uh, you put a piece of paper in the fireplace. The fireplace has been going right, but it's kind of you know going down low. So you roll up the paper, John Candy, and you stick it in the gosh damn thing. And then what happens? All of a sudden it bursts and it rages, Brian. And then guess what happens? It goes back down to what, where, where it was before. But you can't time that. You can't figure out how well, long that's going to be and, in different and you, things exactly. And you can't, and, and kind of sort of that difference between the anger and rage is like you can operate an angry or, and you All can walk yourself back. You can get angry about something. I can get up. I can walk outside. I can take a deep breath and immediately lower my blood pressure and heart rate and, and start walking myself back. But once, like you said, it gets to that action of that, that sort of that that rage where, nope, this is it. Now, like you said, yep. every emotion that I've had, it doesn't matter. It's the, I'm exactly. not just angry at this, everything that's going on in my life. And then, you know what? The White Sox are playing like shit this year. And then the neighbor comes yes. over and says that each one on their own 
is meaning uh, not meaningless but each one is only a little bit and any human Precisely. can take that but when all coupled together and now i have some significant event or or something significant to me oh now you're gonna you're gonna say i can't do something like this on my own property right. oh now i can't even do what i want here i'm having a hard enough time out in society but here in my safe place yep. in my home in my castle you're gonna in a minute ago i was I laughing do. and nope. now you're up in my grill and, so and so let me get the flash you to bang on it is so quick <clears throat> Right, right, and that's why you can't measure it. That's why you can predict weather, but you can't measure it exactly. I can give you the barometric pressure. And, and, I can and tell everyone's you a little bit Atlanta. different when when they hit that point, right? Yes, so, so maybe you can take and more alcohol than I can. or drugs or right. uh, uh, lack of sleep, Brian. So, so I'll give you a parallel. So, you know, I, I, I've had to testify as an expert witness in use of force cases in a bunch of different courts across the country. Well, one of them was a caper where a guy wanted to leave the hospital. And the hospital kind of wasn't ready for him to leave yet. So what happened is the two untrained security guards that worked there began to use physical restraints, arm holds, arm bars, which the person was just slipping out of because he was wet and he wasn't wearing a lot of clothes and he wanted to leave. Yeah. Well, then one of the people latched on with a lateral vascular neck restraint that was misapplied that started cutting off uh, 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 the vagus nerve and cutting off the oxygen. Once that person's body sensed that they couldn't breathe, there was an outburst of energy and yeah. he clawed and fought and bit viciously until he was safe again in his brain. And then he calmed down and they were able to tase him and take him into custody and do everything else. So what they had done is in that bandwidth of rage, they had charged him with three different assault and this and that and all that other stuff. You can't do that because he wasn't there. He wasn't even there, Brian, because what happened is his physical corporeal body his brain said i'm dying and i need to claw out of this and you know what's the most unnatural thing in the world for humans ask any of your seal friends we all have a bunch of seal friends brian yeah. going underwater you know yeah. why because yeah. the second you put your head underwater your brain is saying i'm gonna die i gotta get that, out of this situation that, that's why a lot of people can't get through those that that training or certain aspects of it because their brain's taking over going no, you, you can't do this even though you can train exactly. to, to to stay under there longer or do things and some get, people you know, just like just you can't. said, yeah. some people are better and some people can't. So if your brain and your body are already set up physiologically to defend against certain externals, now we add things like culture as context with the machismo. And now we add alcohol to the equation and the person has a gun in their hands. Brian, I'm going right back to my argument. It's a recipe. It's a recipe for disaster. And that, that comment any other day at 12 noon while yeah. he was out there would have meant nothing. And, and even there was an argument uh, uh, made in one of the stories that the guy had shown no stress fractures or shit uh, because he was friends with the neighbor and actually came and helped them take down a tree in his yard. Yeah, that, that doesn't, doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Tell and him we, why, though. We, we, well, we attribute it. That's, you know, you're, you're, well, we've talked about, you know, your yep. basic fundamental attribution error. Okay, Precisely. my neighbor helped me, you know, this one time. Heavy, you know, uh, garbage cans down the street and let me borrow the wheelbarrow and even came over and helped move some of the dirt. He must be a good person. I had no idea he's, you know, making, you know, uh, uh, lampshades out of human skin in his basement. It's like, yeah, he, Ed Gein, just, baby. well, you, you can operate at that frequency and be a contributing member of society and be seemingly normal on the surface and have under the, but that's too terrifying exactly. to think of because a lot of people don't understand that because they're not those people. Most people are normal and good people and would help yep. out and don't do any of those things. So they don't see it in others when they go, well, what could be underneath that surface? Because there's always something that's going to, that's going to bleed out, whether it's a comment 
whether it's a, you know, I kind of felt a little odd near that guy. Exactly. You, 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 you have to listen to those things and you, you, you can get better at it. But, but, you know, we, everyone throws those things in while well, I saw him do this one time and he sang in the church choir. It's like, that's great. That it doesn't, everything. doesn't, doesn't mean anything. And you have to go with, with, with what is it that they're leaking out, uh, especially with, with their behavior, not just yeah. what they're, with what they're saying, but, but sure. words do matter in this stuff because it's a way to communicate. Exactly obviously. Right. But, it, it, but communication is done in a number of forms. I might communicate with words. I might communicate with actions. I might communicate with, with, no, I'm going to keep shooting out here. That's a method yep. of communication. I'm not going to cut my, my, my lawn anymore, even though I'm supposed to, and the HOA says I am. That's all a, sort of a form of communication. It's a way to speak out and transmit to the world, and everyone exactly chooses right. their own way of doing it, and we do it without realizing. You do your inaction could be some. We were just. I won't get. Don't get into any details. Yes. A call that was getting very annoying, and you know the person was being you know both deliberately not clear and being a kind of a jerk about it An obstinate, didn't right? always yeah. really realize he was being such a jerk about it but definitely was and treating people incorrectly and i asked my question and when i didn't get the answer i wanted and i got treated that way i what did i do i tuned out check the f out pulled up my i was like gotta get a new battery for the yep. for the tundra so i'm gonna start looking at those online right now and just didn't even pay attention to the rest of the call and then at the end went wait what are we doing oh okay i yep. got it and it, because why that, but that was my method of coping with that rather Precisely. than coming off the top rail. I'm like, well, if this is how you're going to treat me, I'm not going to give you the attention that you're demanding right now. I, I, I've seen our, your remarks are so important. I want to just dovetail on it. I've seen our CEO, Shelly, in a half dozen shootings, and I've seen her in probably two dozen fights. And I mean physical altercations, Most fighting. Most of them with you. Okay. And yeah, exactly. I wish. Uh, uh, because I like that shit yeah, uh, very That's... much so. Um, uh, Shelly operates at a level yeah. of anger yeah. that if you don't know her, you, you wouldn't understand. But I've never seen her fight angry. No. And I've never seen her in a shooting angry. She was completely calm. Blood pressure's in the 60s, right? Uh, arresting subjects, tackling them, fighting with a number of people in a thing where I was going like, does she know how big she is and where she is? Right. But you know me and you've yeah. seen me flip my lid and lose my mind on things that you would have probably bet he's never going to say anything about those. So if you think that you can predict, like, for example, you can predict if a person lies to you that they're going to continue to lie to you. Why? Because the leopard doesn't change your spots, the best predictor of past behaviors, future behavior. But Shelly runs angry all day long. Yeah. And she's angry about everything. And she'll, and it actually gets funny because yeah, it's you, hilarious. You poke the bear once in a while to go, what do you think about that, Shelly? Nope. You can hear yeah, it from yeah. the other room. And it's funny, right? But Shelly isn't the person that's going to do what we saw here. Because she's in control of her emotions. But there's going to be the right blend, Brian. It's going to be that day that it's a little too early for that joke and the wrong thing. And then it brings up her son. You, you get, get yeah. what I'm saying? And now what do we get? Like your STDs, we get the perfect <laughs> storm, okay, of virulent stuff that's coming out. And Brian, you're not going to be able to cage it in. And that's rage. Rage is when you cannot pen in that STD or emotion. And, and uh I believe it's the perfect storm of venereal diseases. Yeah, well, you know, you you got the award. Read it off the read it off the beaker. Uh, but no, but think about it. We're not making fun of Brian's STDs uh, <laughs> too much. But but think about it though, Brian. That perfect storm comes up. So as a normal, clinically human, in your environment, 
you have to predict where that might happen. So uh, Brian likes to talk about gas stations. Why? Because yeah. gas stations are lots. that yeah. type of, no, no, I would add parking lots. Okay. Because a gas yeah. station by itself, yeah. any parking lot is, is more white belt. Yeah. But yeah. it's exactly right. So, so if you're in that, like, like somebody's going to go, Oh my God, here we go again. If you're out in public, you're going to be at risk. No, you're not. Uh, you, you might be at risk of getting hit by a space lab that's fallen, you know, uh, uh, from a couple of miles above the earth. But the idea is you sometimes fail to predict those situations that are going to get you in a trick bag. And this is one time, Brian, the, the, the comment that I highlighted from all of the reports that I read on this is he went in to shoot people who were getting ready for bed. Think yeah. about that. Yeah. Think about that. So, so this isn't normal. This didn't happen in a normal context. And it had nothing to do with the Honduran uh, habits yeah. of sleep. This, yeah. And, and, and uh, uh, you know, the uh, legal advisor, just to stir the pot, they went to a Second Amendment advocate uh, named Grisham. And he says the use of the AR-15 style handgun is meaningless because he could have killed those people with a handgun. Yeah, he could have killed them with a hammer. And the whole idea of bringing that up and then in the article citing Tennessee and the other yeah, Oklahoma and all that other well, stuff. Well, Brian, that's salacious. It, it, that's what it is. It, well, to me, it's just very, it adds no value to the conversation. Right. Like it's not, right. it's just like you're you're bringing up things because you have some political agenda. And that's why, you know, <laughs> you're I mean, exactly right. so, so why don't we talk about the facts of the case? how what and how we can learn from this and how we can learn to cope because people are under pressure and like you're you're getting this bombarded with stuff yes. all the time i i don't know is is the economy good is it bad are are these employment much more selling points is it is it interest point is it what 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 does this interest rate thing mean to me like like it's yep. all of this constant bombardment of stuff and i and it and it's still we talked about it during covid and when there was you know we people weren't going to work and they were saying you know what what happens in those situations and people still haven't coped with it or realize that everyone's just like well we're just going to forget about it and go on it's not a it's thing anymore it's like this all affected everyone right and with this lack of communication uh uh, uh pablo uh, uh had a great little post on linkedin and he was kind of making a joke but he's trying to get people to go to that uh event uh yes sort thing and he, he but he pulled some stat showing like from the cdc like how how you know uh it was something like lack of social interaction is the equivalent like over time is the equivalent of smoking like you know 15 cigarettes a day or something like that to your Precisely. health it was really it was like he was trying to, but but it's so true and then so now we we factor this in and everyone's under pressure now maybe i'm not supposed to be here maybe i'm not supposed to have this gun maybe i'm just in here working trying to get my family and you know pay for bills and then now yep. this erupts into all this i have this this pressure and and we don't realize that as humans like this the the people some people are out there that are just kind of ticking time bombs right exactly and so so let's talk about that for a second brian is it likely that our shooter here knew that the cops are on the way and the answer is clearly yes because a number of people said that he said i've called the cops i've already yeah, called so, the cops so he knew yeah, yeah right so he knew that uh is it likely that if he was deported before that the situation was probably similar yeah so he knows he the drill should have left he should have gone inside he should have stopped so we know that rage attached at that point because he wasn't thinking clearly might have been the alcohol might have been a bunch of other factors but we know that's likely so here's what we can prove we can prove that he ditched the gun when he was running and he didn't run to the house he didn't run and barricade himself right he ditched no, the gun he and ran off. he yeah. left guns in his house and he didn't take a day pack so the coppers and the UAVs and the, the, the drones and everything, they started searching the area and they go, man, we lost them. 
He had family in the area. Yeah. And he also went to ground within two miles. So we can prove intent. He intended to flee because yeah. he knew what he had done is wrong. That's a logical uh, uh, string that we can tie. We, and, and he went to ground. Why, Brian? Because he knew he was unlikely to get out of that area. So he relied on his friends. The rage had abated. And now he's well, thinking that, that, again. That, that's a good point. Okay, this happened. Holy shit. I just killed all these yep. people. I'm in deep trouble. I got to go. But like you said, he didn't take his weapons with him. Yep. He didn't so stop. This wasn't well. a family he annihilator. He went, he I'm out of here. Out. I'm, I'm yep. gone and tried to run. And then what do you do? He's like, well, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to go hide. I think he was found even right yep. within a couple miles of his sister's house or something like that. So which, which is could, why yeah. and, and family helped hide him. And he was in yeah. the laundry room under clothes. Yeah. This is why when, if we would have been asked to consult on this early on, we would have made all these points. Everybody listening to us, we would have said that there's a reason he ditched his weapon. There's a reason he didn't yeah, take weapons it's, with it's us. Unlike he's, he's going to be within this radius with family members. He's not going to shoot it out with you. He's it's unlikely. not got an agenda. Yeah. Right. Those are unlikely factors. Why is that important? Because I think something that was just below the surface, you remember that the article that came out uh, the day after said, this guy's still, I, he was on a run four days, I believe. Uh, check your own facts, folks. But the one the next day is we have no idea where he is. He could be anywhere. Those articles came out because the news media had to publish something. They got to keep it up in our face. But I think that law enforcement they knew exactly knew. what we yeah. knew. Uh, I, and they, they yeah. didn't want to push, push and get him to say, hey, I'm going to run or I'm going to shoot it out. And what's the best way? We have to let that anger level, that anxiety abate again. And we've got to go very methodical. How far could he get on foot? Uh, does he likely have a vehicle? Where's yeah. his closest Where, family gonna member? Go? You're, he... you're, you're going to go to some place unknown, development. unknown to you. You're going to go some. You're going to seek familiarity in those situations. Precisely. And, and, and the familiarity was was yeah. It was him going to a family or friend, yep. and even you know ditching the guns and everything. And he didn't need yep. any of that for what. So I mean, you got to think about it in that moment. You know, the guy that stops to pick up the wad of cash or the gun that he you know, is carrying while he's being chased. It's very important to them. The guy that just ditches it is like, I don't, I don't need that. It's exactly. There's down, a reason I'm not he going to use it. Precisely. He didn't accidentally drop it. The sling didn't break while he was crawling through the brush. All of those are the most important factors. And you started the episode by saying what's important. Those are important. Not that the guy's Honduran, not the guy uh, uh, was reported, not that the guy came through the El Paso boarding cross, uh, border crossing. And, and what happens is those actually hang on to a story and make the story well, less important and it, over time. And it, and it, you know, and everyone uses it then as a, as a rallying cry for some political agenda that they have. And, and that you're, which means you're, you know, you're, you're, you're trading on the, on the, on the deaths of these, these yes. innocent people. And that's what you're Standing doing. Standing on the bodies to yeah, get ahead. To, and whichever direction you're going with that legislation, I don't care. That's what you're doing. And, and so, and, and, and why, why does that, does that fix anything? No, you know, no. You, and let's you, add one more. You said, "Hey, there's no, you know, shooting past this time or something because exactly. it's a nuisance." Okay, that makes sense. There's normal nuisance laws in every city. Every, you know what I mean? Like that. That's that's yep. that's a common thing um, everywhere because you don't have the right to just annoy the shit out of your neighbors. You, no, you it, 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 but it could have been music. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. I, I love the way you're going with that because you got to be just. Uh, 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 I don't want to say black and white on that because it's never completely black or completely white, but it's certainly much more binary than they made it. So I'll yeah. give you an example and, and, and probably my last example of something that pissed me off. They said that uh, of the victims, and I can't remember who casually made the comment, nobody should have to see a crime scene like this. 
I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, each one of the victims was shot at close range in the head, yeah. and it appeared to be assassination-like. Yeah, okay, all of that spurious. I don't know uh, what execution. Ex- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but well, I don't that, know what yeah. execution so, style means because if you're you're shooting someone with a gun, you're trying to kill them. So so <laughs> so uh, has intent been met? Yes. Yeah. And and the idea is that this is an easier way to prove intent because he closed with the target. And then he shot him in their most vulnerable place. Why am I saying that? Brian, if he was out shooting in the yard and he just turned and fired five rounds into the house from his position at his right and said, kiss my ass and just fired wildly and hit somebody. Brian, that's a different from cold blooded murder. You get what I'm trying to say? Or a heat of passion crime that drops it right down to, you know, manslaughter. Okay. Voluntary or involuntary. Why is that important? Those are the important things that people need to understand. When you pull up in my driveway and I'm not expecting it, all the hype is armed home invasion, and I start shooting, those are things that can be expected. And we whip our own society into a fervor and don't tell people, calm down, nothing's likely to happen. These are extraordinary events, but you also have to be uh, in charge of your own personal safety. And you have to write your own algorithm, uh, and you have to notice when constellations of clues start to form, Brian. And if those clues say opportunity, go get the, you know, the sign just came on a Krispy Kreme, go get your free donut or danger. Hey, uh, Krispy Kreme's door is propped open and I don't see anybody behind the counter. You get it. You got to do that. Wait every well, and, day when you're and, out there. And, and the again, because we don't analyze these things very well and it gets played out in the media so often yeah. and people like this, this creates inevitability in other people's minds, right? The more yes. I see it, the more I think like, you know, meanwhile, you know, 3 million people knocked on someone's door that day and the interaction went fine and you know nothing happened but and because one of guy this, got punched in the nose right so okay, well that, that, exactly. that that's what i mean and then and if i if if i'm consuming this like oh my here it goes and it happened again and again and it's going to happen to me um yep. you know if i create that inevitability in my mind i'm i'm, I'm adding to that i mean all you know th- that's what that's how it works that's how these things that's how they that's how social contagion works i mean you know what i mean that that, that's that's literally i i see something happen i think it's the most important thing that's likely going to happen to me it's now a possibility that it's going to happen to me and it makes it more likely right and the more i see it the more confirms my own belief that this will happen you're you're absolutely correct and i would add the allegory of cape again yeah you're sitting further from the fire yeah and now those dancing images that you see are a little more menacing. And now I'm a little more afraid to fall asleep because right. I think what's happening in the other room, Brian, every time I read those articles and when they conflate them and say, here's just another example of the United States and society going crazy. The, the Serbian kid uh, that shot up his school, killed the security guard first, shot the kids in the school, and then went back home, put his weapons away and called the police and said, hey, I'm the kid that just did it. Here was my plans. Here's everything. So everybody said, wow, just like a U.S. shooting. No, it's not. What U.S. shooting did a kid go home and call, call the, the cops and say, hey, I was doing Yeah. But by conflating those and adding the the black kid no. that got shot by the 85-year-old white kid in there, Brian, we're putting shit in bundles that don't fit. We're, yeah. we're washing our whites it, with our colors on hot. And, and then it, we're wondering why the high temperature ruined our, our, our clothing. This is what's happening to the fabric of society. Yeah, and and the conflating those it, it makes it it just makes it easier uh, to get confused, and then when we're confused, we don't understand something. We're scared, and and and, and we and don't fear make fear can yeah drive a uh, 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 rage as well. Yes, 
Can fear oh, ever get through? Come on. Absolutely. That's, you, uh, know? you know, and fear-based decisions are never good decisions. Never. I mean, they're just not. And and you fear, what did you, what was it? it you know, I think you said one time, fear is very myopic, right? It yes. doesn't, it, it's very laser focused. It, it When you are scared, you care about you and you only, and, and that's what you're going to fall back yep. on. And that fear yep. is just... I mean, it, it, there's Paralyzing. a lot of people that are scared out there. They're really, exactly. are, and that's where this stuff comes down to. It's fear. And then, you know, ang- the the constant buildup of anxiety of everything that I see, it adds to this. And if I don't get some time and distance, if I don't get some space, if, right. I, don't, if I don't step and a different away from viewpoint that, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. If I don't change the perspective and try exactly. to really understand something, I'm, I'm always going to be scared. And and those decisions are, are never good. Um, but, you know, if you can learn to understand and see these things and not be scared. Um, yes. Actually, it's, it's, um, I feel like you have a lot more opportunity. I don't know. So what uh, do we try to do yeah. when, when we have these discussions and this is a great discussion I'm really enjoying today. And the funny thing is I also enjoyed our Patreon in the topics that we're talking about are horrific. Yeah. These are and- terrible thing. So why do we have fun during these ones? Because we're showing people, you don't have to look at this as a dead end road. You don't have to look at this as a self-licking ice cream cone or a self-fulfilling prophecy. There is a way out. And and the way out isn't just going, here we go again. That's not a way out. No, that's yeah, not a choice, it, Brian. It, it's it's taking, you know, trying to take a clinical approach. Yes. And, and what we do too on here is, you know, separate the emotion from the event, right? Because that exactly. that's never that's that that clouds counterproductive the way, of way you look at things. I mean, these are you know some innocent people lost their lives. We're not being callous yep. about that fact. Nope. In fact, we're being I think more respectful than a lot of people who will grandstand on this and take advantage of those those poor folks that that did it. Is we're trying to say, look, the, these are the things that occur leading up to these events. This is what you can see. This is how they coalesce together. And yep. so when you're in those situations, you have to be able to understand, like, oh wait, this is one of those things that they were talking about, right? It's now starting to add up because that changes my intervention strategy. You know, if, if that guy had known and understood all of this, um, he probably never would have went over there and said anything to the guy. And, and you know what, and, and the guy, what, what we was still doing was maybe wrong, but his, his family would still be alive and I'm not victim blaming. I'm not saying it's, it would have been sleepy. They might have been late for work, but I, they'd be alive. I am, yeah, and 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 and, and you absolutely. can d- deal deal with things in the clear light of day, not in the middle of the moment, in the middle of the night when it's happening. If I if I can choose those two, I'm going to choose yes. the clear light of the day when I can get someone else to show up, and I can actually get that police presence, maybe if it's necessary, yep. and I can see what I can do. You know, I, I mean that that's the thing. It's like drag it out in the light. Don't don't try to solve the problem right now. Uh, get some time and distance. And I think those just looking at it from that perspective, there's rarely a situation where it's so immediate and so emergent that you have to yep. go running in there and try to, you know, squash it right now. There's those are very, very rare. And they're obvious when they when they do happen. I mean, that's exactly. the thing. they're so, so obvious. So let's obviate one. Uh, uh, how many times in your life have you heard the term church fight? And, and taking it to an alcoholic well, and your Irish. Well, uh, yeah, it's in my but I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen. So church fight on my yeah. left hand compared to bar fight on my yeah. right hand. Which one is the most common and which one trumps any right attempt? Right. right. And it, we're not talking about walking into a, a mosque with the body bomb. Brian, I'm talking no, about no, the good old fashioned church fight. Same. They don't happen. It's yeah. so rare that it would be remarkable. But a bar fight ha- now, people are going, well, you're oversimplifying. No, I'm not. No. I'm giving you the menu. I'm handing you the menu. And on my menu, 
There's a recipe. So if you want to talk about chicken fried steak, you can clearly see at the end of every podcast, Greg gets hungry. But if we're going to be talking about chicken fried steak with a couple of sunny side up eggs on some hash browns, oh my God, I'm hungry. Uh, what, what I'm going to do, Brian, at the bottom is I'm going to not only give you the recipe to make them, but I'm going to give you the calories and the fat grams. Why is that important? Right. Because if you do the calculus, Brian, you'll know your own best answer. And what happens though, is I'm going to go over and say something. Now, nah, just stay here. I'm going to go over and say something. It, just wait for the cops to arrive, right? Well, it's your, to stick with that sort of an, uh, the, the food analogy, I guess. Um, it's, well, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the snacking example. Yes. Well, I only had a little bit here. Well, and a little bit here and yep. a little bit here. It's like, yeah, you, you ate a massive bag of chips over the course of seven hours. Like yep. you, you, you didn't notice it because you had a handful and then you went back and had another handful. Yep. And then, and yeah, each handful is nothing. You can, you can burn that off just fine, but you had 15 fucking handfuls yep. spread out over a day or two like that that's when it occurs it's the small subtle change those little things it's always the little thing I, I talked about that even with the even with the family i was like we, we, were, yep. we were talking about that with the baby coming and everything too i was like hey like i want to focus on the little things because it's the little things that matter right we don't that's what matters we don't, we don't we don't have to have some big here's how we're going to change everything and this is the comprehensive yep. program it's like we're going to focus on the little things every single day and then over time, look at what that's going to do. And, and you know, it's with the, the insurgent here. I'm going to add one more thing that you're going to have to get done every week because you're going to have to start helping out now before I want to get her on that track. So she's used yep. to doing these chores and responsibilities before the baby comes. Right. So if these little things. So that way, when the event occurs, so it's something. not it's it's not a catastrophic change of the way we do things. It, it doesn't the, the record doesn't spin out of control and you have to get restarted. It just no, no, falls no. into that groove. And, and the, 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 these are all examples. And I love your, your, your church fight versus your bar fight. Think about that example. It's, you know, it's, it's perfect because when certain locations, right. When events coalesce, things are going to happen. When I add, when I add certain ingredients, like it's good, you can, you can add a a little bit of pepper for taste, but eventually if you keep adding pepper, it's going to get hot. It's going to get spicy. It's going to, someone's not going to like it. So those ingredients. So, and Brian, in, in all of the time that you talked to the insurgent, you were planning with your family and you guys were, you know, I'm assuming you guys were playing quarter bounce and just chugging the alcohol anyway. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that no time did the word Honduran or Mexican no. or AR-15 come no. up. And, no. and I want to make a point of that because it's as simple as church fight uh, versus the bar fight, Brian. The idea is that we conflate issues by bringing in things that are important to us. Uh, Brick, are you talking about the vase? I yeah. love lamp, right? Yeah. Or whatever that guy's name is. The, the idea here is that this is a fractured human that lashed out and then ran for it because he knew he had done wrong and he hid. And, and you know, people are going to go, oh, well, this is just typical of that race, color, creed, yeah. religion, whatever. Yeah. Shut up. No, that's it's not. the SDF up moment. That, that, that's, We're all humans here. Once you fall into that trap, you know, you, 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 you can't get now, out. Well, and it, it, it literally is falling into a trap because yes, you can't get out. You no yep. longer look at any other evidence. You no longer do that. And you put everything, I'm just going to put it in this box. Now I can understand it. I'm going to throw that box in the shelf and I'm not going to open it. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Like you, once you, well, that's how they act or that's what'll happen. Or what do you yep. think is going to happen? It's like, no, 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 no. And what do we do? For- what do we do when we fight? We, the barriers come down. Yep. And now it's, hey, fat ass, hey, this black guy was up. Yeah. In the, you know what I'm saying? And now, and people go, oh, my God, well, that's, you know, uh, the hidden racist. Uh, that, no, it's humans. Yeah. This is how humans have acted for 170,000 years. So well, don't it's, think that you're going to fix 
so it, with your gosh damn shitty rag article in the Houston Chronicle. It's, it's the you know, it's, it's the it's the comment. Hey, buddy. So hey, buddy is used to talk yep. to a dog. Hey, buddy. Yep. Talk to a little kid. Hey, little buddy. Yep. And start a fight. Hey, buddy. You like, got it. I mean, it's I like, told you I'm, I'm getting up out of my seat and the guy just body checks me on an airplane. Yeah. And I said, hey, sorry about that, partner. I'm just trying to get my bag. And he looks me in the face and leans forward and uh, says, I'm go. not your partner. Yeah. And it was on. It was yeah. like, well, I'm now make you wanted to partner. see him? He's here now. He's here. Your partner's here. You get what I'm trying to say? And, oh, I had such fun with him all the way down through the ramp and yeah. going down the baggage yeah. claim and everything else. Because you know me. Somebody wants to play. I hate oh, bullies. Yeah. Somebody yeah. wants to play. It's I on know. now. And then now, now you get I had to make it a point. And now, I really did. Yeah. No, and no, I, I that's... feel bad now. But, right. but then you, right. you think that this behavior is, is uh, 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 appropriate for this area? Not only isn't it, I'm going to remind you why. And I'm going to show you what real behavior uh, acts like. And Brian, that protracted situation, now it was in my seat and I was holding a weapon. Come on. You yeah. add certain ingredients and something's going to happen. Hey, you pour alcohol in and put the pan back on the, I'm still talking food, <laughs> and put the pan back on the oven. Opa, you got yeah. the saganaki, right? Yeah, so exactly. Sometimes it's a good effect, but sometimes these catalysts, these, these things that come together aren't. And and so that that's the idea behind talking about this is why, why don't we break it down into these different types of elements and if I it, it's if yeah. I see the elements right it's easier for me to see when they come together I don't and be know, warned by them well well and, 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 and what, what I'm getting at is, what I'm getting yeah. at is I don't I'm not going to know what what I'm going to see but if all I have to look for it's like the the IED the improvised explosive device the bomb making yep. recognition stuff there's a million different ways to make them so I can't sit here and look at different photos of them and then go out and expect to find them but if you take apart all of the elements and show me okay this is a blasting cap this is dead yep. cord that's kind of how we build stuff but you can make stuff on your own here's what homemade explosive looks like here's yep. examples of a timer that it was here's examples of like how i can rip this lamp cord and use it and so when i see all of these elements laid out in front of me i go oh okay i get it so i don't need to look for the whole thing put together i got to look for these individual things exactly. I, may, I may see them Obviously, I'm going to see that wiring in my car, okay? But but in that situation, it's fine. But but when it's not in that situation, it's something. So that's so different. let's go there for the parents that are listening, just for a moment. Brian, I go into my kid's bedroom because I'm just it's laundry day and I'm cleaning up. I'm not snooping, and you have the absolute right to snoop because Absolutely. you're the parent. Oh yeah. But all of a sudden, you know, you look behind something and you find a, a piece of tin foil. You know the the that. Uh, and you're thinking, okay, what's that used for? Well, that's used to wrap a sandwich. So it's not near the lunchbox. It's not near the garbage. And clearly the person keeps using it. So what is it used for? Well, it's used for smoke and fentanyl or smoke and crack or something else. Well, if a parent can't put those two things together, so it's more important saying, hey, your kid's got chore boy un under the sink in their bathroom. And, and you look at it and you go, well, that's because they clean. Uh, professional chefs, are the ones that use chore boy. And you know who else does? People that are smoking rock or, or uh, you know, uh, a kit for uh, heroin. Why is that important? Because that's the logic I used when we built Combat Hunter to find a bomb, Brian, because there were thousands of artillery shells and UXO and all that other stuff. So the idea is and not to teach you how to find a specific bomb, but what are the types of things that bomb makers have around? What are the types of things that have to come together to make a silencer or, or to make a bootleg liquor, Brian? And I'm smarter because now what, what happens is my, my advanced acumen, my advanced critical thinking allows me to look at a situation and go, wait a minute, this is in, in, incongruent. Uh, every pot in the 
house is clean, but this pot has white residue in it. And every pot is in the, in the shelf, but this one's under the sink hidden at the back. You see what I'm trying to say, Brian? Those situations that scream to us for snipers and bombs and insider threat should be just as simple for the people listening to us that are driving today and pulling in a parking lot and going, this doesn't fit. That's what we're saying. And right. I think that's the power of a podcast, right? That we can train somebody how to do something from the comfort of their own. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the, the yellow pad, everything right down. What is yes, it that you saw? What, what did it, how did it make you feel? Why was that? How did this change over time? You can, you can just yellow pad it and write it out. I mean, how many times have, have I told you I had, oh, I had another friend call and ask about this. And I said, all right, get the yep. yellow pad out. And then they just like, were like, Oh, they, they didn't, they didn't have to ask me anymore once they started writing everything down because it became so obvious, right? It was so What's the most frequent thing that we carry in our gosh damn luggage, Brian? Yeah. Well, we that, and, packs and, of yellow pads. and I've on. done that one too, where I said, all right, draw yep. a line down the middle of the yellow pad, right? You right. Got on it. Side, what did the person say? And then right on this side, what did they do? And then they see this discrepancy go like, yep. oh, wait, they keep telling me they're going to do this, but they only do this. They keep saying this, but they, okay, that's going to continue unless something acts upon that force, that force will continue as it is right now. So I, I, Spot on. There's, there's, there's a, a, a. Hopefully, when we discuss this stuff, people are seeing their way through these situations for what they are, because I think it makes it more. Uh, well, it makes it easier to understand, and it makes it easier to then. Well, we can prevent, we can change things, because if we just start grandstanding politically about some shit that's not going to help anything, yep. then well, it makes you feel better. Maybe, maybe you feel so. Better. So every time that we say Saint Elmo fire is caused by the devil being mad at us and thunder is just the the way of warning us that we're not in god's good grace we muddy the water yeah what we got to do is we got to take it back and say this is an electrostatic charge that's formed by the brian that's what we're trying to do yeah. trying to take math and science and simplify it and street it so everybody can use it and go wow that makes a lot of sense when you're driving and you hear a thump a thump a thump a thump a yeah. something's wrong with the car pull the <laughs> yeah. hell over don't increase speed right yeah. well maybe it'll stop Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe if I keep here, maybe if I go a little faster, window and go yeah. a little faster. Yeah. You know, th those are ludicrous. And and yeah. so we're saying, first of all, and finally, this is not going to stop. It's not going to stop. A pendulum does swing. Society gets nicer, it gets easier, but there's a whole bunch there's, of factors that have to come together for yeah. that to occur. And right now we're not there. Are no. we getting there? Yeah. And we're I, I we're not so. going to yeah, some yeah. apocalyptic horse shit, no, right? That, because well, that's what they yeah, want you to that, believe. That, that, well, that's what okay. some people, I think, want. Well, they think they want that. But they think until, they want it until, until it happens. It. Yeah. Got it. And, and I would say, let's walk back from the edge for a second and take a look and say yeah. almost everything that Brian and I talk about can be predicted. Uh, uh, almost everything. And I'll tell you what, uh, flatulence can be predicted. Uh, uh, being a fat ass can, can be predicted. Dying of cancer. Uh, from smoking too much, right? So, so uh, all we're saying is that when we talk about human behavior pattern recognition, we're now in the podcast going to the analysis and saying the analysis is up to you. We're handing you yeah. the tools, but you have to do your own analysis because Brian and I don't drive with you in a car. Yeah, yeah, unless you're paying us to. So well, we would. <laughs> so. I, said, I was getting a backseat. You know, why I do that, right? I was getting a backseat because it's the smallest seat to make everybody else feel like an asshole that takes shotgun. And I love that when we get those shitty rentals. And then you, you, know, you go, no, 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 I'm fine. And then I'm like the, 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 the say, seat yeah. is up in your face and you're exactly. like you're pinned against it. I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? You were the and first. You know one why I do that. You were the first I, one at the car. You could have. Exactly. Been. But I love to make those other people think and go, oh my God, uh, I feel like an ass now.
Uh, all right, well, the, 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 the front passenger has to move the seat all the way forward. They're pressed against yep. the windshield. Like, yep. is that better? Like, oh, no, no, no. You don't have to do that. No, no, no. It's fine. Come on back. You know, and I've got the headrest all up <laughs> you're, in my you're chin. You're breathing on their heads because it's so close. But so, we do that. How many times have you yeah. seen me do that? I love it. I love yeah. stirring the pot, right? Yeah, anyway. stir, it's always fun. So, all right. Well, I, I, I hopefully hopefully yeah. we, people have have some takeaways um always you can always reach out to us with any questions at left of greg at gmail.com we've got a lot more on the patreon side uh, like i said we covered that other case there's certain ones we do just on that side and and have discussions we have because that we cannot have on here um yeah. one just to put behind it, it's it's a very small paywall it's only a few dollars a month it's not but, even a uh, wall a, yeah it's more of a pay brick <laughs> yeah. but uh the the uh it, but it um it keeps the riffraff out, you know. Yeah. I say it keeps keeps the people out who are clowns and and just want to, you know, just take shit out of context and take what people say and make their own way out of it. So, so we talk about certain things on there, and then we answer any of the questions that a lot of our listeners have or the Patreon members have. So, you can check that out, um, and you know, have for a month and see what you think, and then uh, it really helps us out. So, um, anything else to add? I think that's yeah, a good yeah. Place we travel. Be. So if you want us to come talk to your church group or your college class or whatever, we love doing that stuff. Uh, also, send us topics if you want to talk about yeah, something specific. That, that's, that's a great. good point. Yeah. If you know somebody that would be a great uh, uh, guest on the show, it's not yeah. the way you think it would be. Call Brian because Brian likes auditioning, folks. We've got, I'll tell you what, Brian, my, my favorite episode of Light, Todd Fox. Everybody, if you haven't had a chance to revisit yeah, we, that one, we've had some good with Todd. Was we do Todd's have some awesome. great uh, Steve Drum, Steve Drum is wonderful. awesome, and then Leo yep. DeBello. I want to oh have my back gosh. on because she's so brilliant. Yep. She's just such yep. a brilliant cognitive and it's scientist. Nothing, nothing against any of our other guests. No, it's just that all of a sudden you just have to fall in love with the one that you're talking to then because it's yeah. right up in your face. You know, yeah, yeah, and Todd, Todd's awesome too because he's such he a, is. a lot of guy. fun. He there. has more experience than anyone I've met, and you would never know that because he's just such a nice, down to earth, unassuming. I love it. Yeah, he's a great guy. So uh, thanks, thanks everyone, obviously, for, for tuning in, supporting the show. Reach out with any questions. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoy the episode, please share it with your friends, right? It, it helps us get the word out there and, and you know, more people that listen in. So thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And don't forget, oh, that's Java in the background. <laughs> Java changes behavior. Yeah, well, training. <laughs> she looked. Training. <laughs> she did you. It's great. All right, thanks everyone. You heard me talking in. about breakfast. Yeah, don't forget, training changes behavior. That's all for today, folks, but if you'd like even more content, you can head over to our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode details. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and please tell your friends about the show. Thanks for tuning in, and thank you for your support.